Hi guys, welcome to a new episode of Son of the Bix and the Iceman. I'm here with Peyton. Um, we're gonna today on the show. We're gonna provide a little more draft out analysis for the uh, draft coming up uh, next Thursday night. We'll give you guys a Reds report for the week, a Blue Jackets report. We're gonna play a little game called Justin Fields or the Field. We'll explain that game later. Um, Kyle Young is returning for the Buckeyes. We'll talk a little bit about about that. Uh, Jake Paul versus Ben Askren fight. Um, we'll talk about the Bengals' new uniforms, and we will finish up with a little Steph Curry here on this Tuesday, April the twentieth. So, um, so we'll get into the draft a little bit here. Um, so. Pretty much, we talked a little bit about the draft last week, but um, again, the end of the day, pretty good draft, I think. Um, throw it over to Peyton here. Any uh, opening thoughts on this year's draft class and any predictions for the guys that are going to go in the draft this year? Um, I think I was talking to my dad about this, like, early last week, and we talked about how the NFL has changed over the last, I don't know, 10, 15, 20 years even, um, in the value of a quarterback. Mm -hmm. And we we looked at the first overall picks in like the last 20 drafts, and I would say within 13 to 15 of those first overall picks in the last 20 years have gone... Uh, by the way of quarterback. Mm -hmm. And this draft is certainly going to be another testament to that theory. Um, obviously, we had Joe Burrow taken in last year's draft. Yep. He was a key contributor to that Cincinnati Bengals team. Um, I don't think this draft is going to be any different. Um, obviously, um, we're going to get into kind of an order thing here in a second, but obviously... Trevor Lawrence is going to go off the board first, so that'll make it, yeah. um, what, I think four years in a row of a quarterback being taken first in the draft. Maybe even longer than that, folks. Yeah, because it went... It was Burrow in, in 20. It was Burrow. Kyler. And, and then, then Baker, Baker. And then 2017 was, I want to say golf, but I don't think that's right. I think golf. Yeah, it was, it was golf. I was think. It no, golf? no, golf was 2016. So yeah, it was uh, 2017 was Miles Garrett. Yeah, so, so three years in a row, and we'll probably get a fourth year in a row with Lawrence. So yeah, yep. that's a testament yep. to your theory there. Yep. So um, yeah, kind of. I will say, like, I'm looking down the board here, and just a lot of good players, like you know, Penne uh, Suell. We talked about him a little last week. Yep. The uh, offensive lineman from Oregon. Read an article, um, said he's been the most dominant O-lineman in college over the last 10 years. He will definitely be a plug-and-play guy Absolutely. For, for an NFL team. Patrick Sertan, uh, the safety from Alabama, yep. will, will be a key contributor. And uh, Rashawn Slater. Yeah, from, I've seen him really move up on the boards here. Yeah. I've got a, a mock draft pulled up uh, from CV, uh, excuse me, CBS. Um, they have him going fifth overall to the Bengals. Um yeah. I'm not shocked there. Um, I definitely see him sliding somewhere into the... I, I see him in the teens. I see him in the early teens, yeah. Going yes. uh, probably 10 to 12 range. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I definitely agree with that. Um, Kyle Pitts, again, 
I will say if Kyle Pitts goes to the Falcons, that will be a dangerous receiving core with him, Calvin Ridley, and Julio Jones. Um, All, like, you know, superior athletes, and Matt Ryan will have a lot to throw to next year. Um, Kind of talk about the third pick, what uh, you think the Niners will do with the third pick. It's kind of evident that they'll trade up and get a quarterback because, you know, why would they trade up if they didn't need a quarterback and a quarterback-heavy draft? Uh, My honest opinion is whoever lands with the Niners, I think, will have success because of the team already in place. I don't think it matters because Jimmy G is already there. And I think – I don't think if you're the Niners quarterback, like whoever they take in in this year's draft, like I don't think you're going to play – like because of Jimmy G there, yeah. so you might be molded for but then, a year. Then there's also the question that they might move Jimmy G at the at the draft. So yep, I'm I've got to pull up here what the the needs are for every team and their primary concern. Obviously, the quarterback position. Jimmy Garoppolo coming off of what was an, an injury? Oh, right? it was <laughs> like it was like an ankle. He's hurt yeah. all the time. Yeah, yeah. He, he, and that's the problem. Because he's hurt, you know what I'm saying? Like, because he's not, you know, he's not healthy all the time. Yeah. So they have to, as the Niners inside that organization, you got to think, well, our franchise quarterback isn't healthy all the time, and this is a quarterback-heavy draft. Yep. Why don't we, you know, trade up and get a quarterback? Yeah, and I can see the secondary position that they need is an interior offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. Whether they go Penny Sewell if he falls to them at that three which I assume that he's going to, assuming it'd be quarterback, yeah. quarterback, one, two there. Um, I Like you mentioned, I, I don't think that they would have traded up to that three spot and not gone the quarterback route. Yeah. I've heard that they're pretty fond of uh, Mac Jones out of Alabama. Um, yeah. I'm not exactly sure how I feel about that. Well, um, I know how I feel. The thing about the, the, the Mac Jones and, you know... I just don't get it because I think Mac Jones was the product of a good system. Absolutely. And he had so many weapons at Alabama, too. He had Devontae Smith, the Heisman winner, and I just... Waddle the season before that. I just don't get, like, because in the NFL, you know, the it's not going to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? You know, because there's a reason that these teams are at the top of the draft because they're bad. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, they don't have a good supporting cast. So the thing with Mac Jones is, like, yeah, you had a good supporting cast at Alabama, but unless outside him getting drafted to the Niners, that's probably not going to be the case. And I just think Mac Jones, I don't really get the hype. He's been ascending up boards. It kind of reminds me of Joe Burrow. Like, when he was a junior, he was a sixth-round pick. And then his senior year, he jumped all the way to the number one overall pick. So, I I don't really get it. I mean, I, I if I was a GM, I wouldn't take him because I I just don't know how good he is. Because outside of the good weapons, we don't really know how good he is. Yep. So, yeah, I'm I I'm genuinely intrigued to watch this draft. Um, mm-hmm. As I've stated, I'm not the biggest NFL guy in the world. I will play fantasy football, and I really got into that this past year. Um, But I do need to increase my knowledge of the NFL, and and doing the pod with Sawyer has 
allowed me to expand my knowledge in that and kind of do a little bit more research on my own. Sure. But I am going to be tuning in um, on draft day to really see what these um, this little package of quarterbacks in this year's draft is going to do. Obviously, you have a generational talent in Penny Suell, and then some really, really talented um, playmakers mm-hmm. up at the at the top of a lot of draft boards. So I'm intrigued to see uh, to see what happens this year in the draft. Yeah, me too. Um, and I think as a like with quarterbacks, it just really depends where you land. And you know, it kind of can be one of those situations where, like, a prime example is like Sam Darnold. That's exactly who came to my mind as well. Yeah, Sam Darnold. Terrible situation. Terrible situation. And people like go on social media and are like. Oh, he's terrible. And I'm like, no, I don't think Sam Darnold is bad. I just think the situation was terrible in New York. And the Jets have been a mess for the longest time. And I just, you know, now that he's in Carolina, like, I think he will get an opportunity to, you know, showcase his skill set a little more. So even on a team that's really not all that talented. Yeah, like, like, obviously, like Christian McCaffrey will be coming back. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson. Uh, I'm hoping that they can protect uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, me too. And uh, another one, uh, the last one I'll bring up is uh, Josh Allen. Josh Allen went to a great situation in Buffalo, and they got him a wide receiver in Stephon Diggs, and Stephon Diggs is a borderline top three receiver, and Sean McDermott is one of the brightest young coaches in the league, and he looked great. And honestly, it just depends where you land, I really believe that, and, you know, that's uh, that's what I'm going to say about that. And going that. back to the Panthers here, and actually, I've got the draft board pulled up here. So you've got Cincinnati at 5, Miami at 6, Detroit at 7, and then Carolina at 8. Mm-hmm. So, assuming that the first three picks off the board go to quarterbacks... Um, and then you've either got a playmaker or another quarterback going at four. Yep. Playmaker or offensive line going to the Bengals. You've got a good chance at maybe Rashawn uh, Slater falling down to that eighth pick with the Panthers. Um, I don't know. I imagine Detroit might might either pick a weapon. I imagine that they're going to pick a weapon, honestly. Yeah, I um, think they got their quarterback in Jared Goff. Uh, certainly not going the quarterback route, but I was thinking more playmaking and picks. Yeah. If Pitts falls to them at that seven spot, I have a hard time imagining that anyone's going to pass up that yeah. outside of if Penny Sewell falls that low. But I, I don't, I don't foresee that happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think the Bengals would be making a an awful decision in picking Jamar Chase at five um, yeah. over a generational talent in uh, Sewell. But I uh, like I said, I'm really, really excited to watch how this first round unfolds. Um, uh, yeah, and I'm also looking forward to seeing where our guy Justin Fields gets picked. Me too. I, I really hope he goes to a good situation so he can showcase his talent. Um, so moving on here on Son of a Bix and the Iceman, we will do our Reds report and our Blue Jackets report for the week. Um, so Reds report, I will start. Um, if you did not know, the Reds played the... So early last week they played... Was it the Giants? 
Correct. Yeah, so they played the Giants, and they lost two out of three to the Giants. Giants actually looked pretty good. Giants looked good. Mm, Giants looked good. Um, they uh, they have uh, so many guys. Uh, Brandon Crawford is still there. Brandon um, Belt mm, still there. Brandon Belt. They, they've been there for a while, and I remember... They were on those World Series teams there in the... Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I remember when they the Giants were winning World Series, and those guys were like prime contributors on that team. Exactly. Um, uh, kind of disappointing that they dropped two out of three against the Giants. Kind of had a rocky road trip. Uh, went two and four on the road trip, and then they came back home. Uh, uh, against the Indians. Against the Indians, and they won two out of three against the Indians. Um, I was happy about that. Uh, Tyler Stevenson had a walk off on yes, he did. Saturday. Um, yeah, definitely. He's a rookie, is he? Uh, no, I think he played last season. Yeah, that's what I thought. Like people were like, "Oh, he's a rookie." I'm like, "No, no I don't think so." I remember he played last season. Yeah. Um. So yeah, big hit by Tyler Stevenson, and again, the guys have said this on the broadcast that this team is a good like mixture of young and old talent you know they were talking about Wade Miley and uh actually Wade Miley had you know he's the fifth guy in our rotation and I actually don't think he's been that bad this year I think he's been actually decent he's Um, got two wins he's got a 2.25 ERA right now which is really good early really really good yeah um he's got 16 innings pitched only giving up four runs. I mean, you can't ask for much more from your, your fifth guy in the rotation. Yeah, and um, like, as the fifth guy in the rotation, just hold it down until the ace gets back the next day. You're right. Yeah, so at the top of the NL Central, you got the Reds sitting at 9-6. and six. Um, They are 7-2 and two at home, 2-4 and four, um, on the road trip. Definitely need to improve on that road record. Yeah, and again, we have such an early sample size so far in this season. Um, but I am going to take whatever the Reds are doing at home. That 7-2 and two record is strong. Yeah. Um, the Brewers, 9-7, and seven, they're half game back right now. Again, it's way too early to be breaking down these standings. But I do love seeing the Chicago Cubs sitting at 6-9. and nine, <laughs> Three games back in the NL Central. They are... Struggling. In last place. Yeah. They are in last place, and that is a beautiful, beautiful sight. I don't know if you've seen um, Yankees are 5-10. and 10, That's right. And uh, it's kind of weird seeing uh, the Yankees at the bottom and the Cubs at the bottom because the Cubs have obviously had, they won the World Series. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, see, the, my thing with the Cubs is, like, they won the World Series, and it was great. Like, don't get me wrong. It was good for the sport. But I was rooting for the Indians as a, as a fellow Ohioan. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And the, I thought the Cubs got kind of cocky after they won the World Series. Right. Like, they thought they were hot stuff. And uh, sorry to any Cubs fans out there, but uh, we don't like, you know, we don't like anybody in the division. But We know, certainly don't like you. We don't like you guys. <laughs> I would say my hatred in the NL Central... Starts with the Cardinals. To... Yeah, let's yes. talk about this right yeah, now. Yeah, I yeah. think this is a great, uh, no better time than right now. This is a good topic, yeah. Cardinals, I hate them, number one. Yes, definitely. Number two. Hate the Cardinals. I hate the Cubs. Okay. Um, number three, 
And, okay, and this list is a little biased. Again, I've talked about how my uncle and my family, um, my dad's family, really likes the Pirates. Yeah. So I'm a sympathizer for the Pirates in some ways. They're absolutely terrible. And I understand that um, Amir Garrett um, really stirred the pot last year. Um, oh, yeah, really stirred with the that, pot. With that, or was that last year or the year before? I think it was the year before. I think Regardless, it was two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then fourth team that I dislike, the Brewers. Uh, I, there's no one in baseball that I hate more than Ryan Braun. Really? I think he's scum. Um, scum. He's a cheater. Um, True. He, I, he had the PED scandal, right? PED scandal. Just seems like a real tool. Not not my guy. And then, last on the list, there's no reason to not like the Pirates. They have heart. We have beef with them. I like it. Um, they're uncompetitive. They're, they're, they suck. They're so, bad. That, they're, that rounds out my list of who I don't like in the NL Central. They're definitely in the cellar of the NL Central. Um, I'll go through mine real quick. So Cardinals are one. Uh, don't like the Cardinals. Uh, Yadier Molina. Yadier Molina. Despise he's the guy. He's the goat. He's the, the goat, but I despise the guy. Dude gets booed at Great American Ballpark. Out the wazoo, man. Every- I've been to several Cardinals Red Series and... The place is electric when yeah. he steps up to the plate. Like, people will actively, like, if he was in front of Reds fans, they would actively cuss him out. Yes. They hate his guts. Um, number two, Pirates. Um, yeah, I, under- I understand. You don't have that This. this I don't have that connection. Yeah, yeah. H- hate the Pirates. Uh, quick story. I was at a Reds game, and uh, it was me, my brother, my uncle, and maybe my mom, but uh, my, my uncle's the key contributor in the story. So this guy, and Uncle Chris, if you're listening out there, um, this one's for you. So this guy comes by in Andrew McCutcheon dreads, and my uncle screams. He's like, take them off. Like, you know, this is Cincinnati. Like, take them <laughs> off. They look terrible. And I was just like, damn. Like, I was like, he, well, he should take them off. And that was when the Pirates were actually, like, Relevant. decent. Yeah, Relevant. with McCutcheon. And I've, I've not heard a negative story about Andrew McCutcheon. Obviously, he, he did some wonders for that team. Oh, yeah. Really put him in, like, some really good positions. Called, but, him, called him McClutchin, yeah. Yeah, but... I've heard some really good stories about him. He seems like a good stand-up guy. Yeah. I do imagine that he will finish his career in Pittsburgh. Whether it be a one-day contract. Exactly. Something or... like that. Or even even a full season. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I would say pi- uh, Pirates are number two. Number three, the Cubs, as I just outlined uh, with their fans. I really don't hate the Cubs. I just don't like their fans. Yeah. Yes. Miles opinion. Brewers are last. I have no beef with the Brewers. Except for Ryan Braun. I have no beef with the Brewers. Yeah, I just, I feel like all the games in like the midsummer, it's like a 6 10 start. Yeah. It's on like a Wednesday night as like a young teen. I'm just chilling out on the couch. Uh, I just finished up watching like some iCarly or something, and I mm-hmm. turn on the Cincinnati Reds, and they're playing the Brewers. And like, I don't know. Just don't Ryan like Braun it. steps up and hits like a first inning, like. Dinger. Dinger. It's already 3-0, and I'm like, okay, well, I waited all day for this game to start, and they're already down 3-0. No, yeah. screw you, Ryan Braun. <laughs> yeah, um, totally understand. Oh, did that. you hear about the the Nick Castellanos suspension? Yeah, they're up. Uh, they're 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 like up uh, holding it. Like, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I saw on Twitter last night 
that he will he lost his appeal uh, to the league and will be serving his two game suspension. Um, soft. I would assume today. And so uh, soft. Yeah, stupid. Doesn't so make any sense. Um, I read a story about it last night. Um, it's pathetic. I, I I truly do not understand the hypocrisy of Major League Baseball. The dude literally was just hyped up. Yeah. Um, MLB, uh... You messed this one up. Shame on you. Shame on you. That's... I'm done talking about this. This is dumb. We talked about it a couple weeks ago. It was Doesn't just... Doesn't make any sense. It was just so dumb. And, uh, you know, it was iconic because it was against the Cardinals. So, but, uh, we won't get into that this week. Um, so our Blue Jackets report for this week, um, if you have not noticed... The Blue Jackets dropped to last in the last. division. They have they are officially in tank mode. Um, this is this is embarrassing. It is. Um, again, I'm not going to spend too much time on the Jackets, but I mean, look, it's just embarrassing, and uh, I'm ready for the season to be over. Me too. Um, in my notes here, I have I'm done talking about this team. <laughs> They will <laughs> they, they will probably not be a topic until next season on future shows. We have given a Blue Jackets report every week and they haven't done anything. Like literally literally nothing, folks. Uh I have the standings pulled up here. They're one eight and one in their last ten. Like what's the point in playing? Like, I don't understand. Yeah. Obviously, you trade away Felino, Savard, Riley Nash at the trade deadline. Boone yep. Jenner and Zach Wierenski go out with, inter- or, uh, with injury. They're not going to make another appearance this season. Obviously, you are in tank mode, as you just mentioned. But it's, it's, it's awful. It's- and honestly, as a diehard fan, I don't know why you would be rooting for this team to win games. Like, if you want this team to like get better for the future, obviously you have the worries of, like, Guys like Domi selling out. Guys like Line A not wanting to re-sign. Seth yeah. Jones even. Well, um, yeah, we got to be careful because Jonesy might want out like sooner or later because the team is just pathetic. But I think the one bright spot for this team is a new coach is coming. Yes. Uh, and hope- I think we're gonna see a lot, a lot of moves this offseason. Yeah, and and it might be a little uncomfortable. For us, for us fans that have been around for a long time, um, there's going to be a lot of movement. A lot of movement. So uh, I think that's the one bright spot for this team. I think we overhaul is coming, and uh, hopefully that change is for the better. But they play tonight. If you want to watch, they play the Panthers at seven. Um, I don't imagine that they're going to win. No, I, I hope that they lose. Um, I doubt the- they're going to win. For the sake of lottery, lottery pick, like you again. I was talking to this uh, with my family. Um, I think on Sunday afternoon, um, the first three, four, five picks in the NHL draft typically pan out uh, consistently every single year. Yeah. Um, obviously you have outliers in whatever draft, and that's how it is in every mm-hmm. sport. But the one, two, three pick in a lot of NHL drafts end up becoming. Um, like they're they're hits. Key key contributors um, to teams that often really need the help, sure. and I think the Jackets are just a couple pieces away um, from from really uh, figuring things out. Um, yeah. But I, I would like the Jackets to continue to suck. 
um, for the sake <laughs> that it's impossible for them to make the playoffs. Yeah. And keep yeah. Lo- keep losing. Don't don't expect me talking about this team next week. We would uh, we would appreciate it, appreciate it if you guys kept losing. Um, so uh, we are going to play a little game. Um, it is called uh, Justin Fields or the Field. So how this game will work is I'm going to give Peyton and I will answer the question too. I will give Peyton a quarterback and he will say which quarterback he would take for the next uh, five years and it will be Justin Fields or another quarterback. So um, here we go. Um, I think I know Trevor Lawrence. I'm going to go Trevor Lawrence. Yep. I. That's kind of an anticlimactic start. Sorry about that, folks. Trevor Lawrence. He's going to have a better career. Yeah. Urban Myers is coach. Not that that really means much. We he's unproven in the NFL, but yeah. I think that he's going to figure it out. Um, the the Jaguars have. I, I think they're going to be better than what Me a lot too. of teams are thinking. Uh, consensus number one overall. Yes. N- nobody denies the talent. Nope. Uh, great prospect. I will go Trevor Lawrence as well. Not a big surprise. Um, Trey Lance. I'm going to go with Justin Fields. Okay. Um, That's respectful. Trey Lance only played one game last season that you just you made that aware to me. And the there's a lot show. of unknown. A lot of unknowns. Um, I'm gonna take Justin Fields. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go too in depth with these answers. There's no point in that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna go Trey Lance. Okay. Surprisingly, uh, and I'm a Justin Fields guy, but. Clearly not. <laughs> I like the... I know it's a one-game sample size, but I like the the kind of the, like, the structure of Trey Lance. I like the, like, the frame, yeah. the body, the shoulders. Like, I just, I really like his... I think my comp would definitely be Carson Wentz. So, I'm going to go Trey Lance. Um, Zach Wilson. Well... I have a feeling the Jets are going uh, Zach Wilson in the second pick. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Justin Fields because I think the Jets are atrocious mm-hmm. and have no future. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Justin Fields because he is going to he's going to be on a better team. Yeah. So. Me too. Yeah, I'm I'm going Justin Fields. Uh, I will go Justin Fields as well. Um, really don't get the hype with Zach Wilson. And honestly, uh, Justin Fields is lucky that he's not. Like, he's kind of fallen off because yeah. for a little bit, and I mean, when the season was still going on, it was like Trevor Lawrence and then Justin Fields. Like, it obviously yeah. he's fallen down on the draft boards a little bit, but clear, I, I think you're kind of lucky in that way that you've kind of fallen down because no one wants to end up in New York. Nobody wants to go to that dumpster fire that is New York, and that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mac Jones. Um... Again, it kind of depends on what team each each guy goes to. That's because true. San Francisco is the opposite of the Jets. Like, yeah, they are a significantly better team. Very well. Uh, two years removed from a Super Bowl, I think that they're a couple pieces away from really contending in that division. Really going back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick Justin Fields though. I think, and and we we've mentioned this before. The product at Alabama is unbelievable. Yeah. Um, that system. is a system. That is a system of greatness there. And Mac Jones was just another um, element to that success. 
Um, so I think just off natural ability, um, I'm going to go Justin Fields. I'll go Justin Fields. I think he's way more talented. I think he's way more in shape, honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just you just look at both of them like side by side and you can just tell who's the athlete yep. and who's not. I'm just yep. going to be honest. Um, but we've seen guys like Tom Brady, Drew true. Brees. I mean, Aaron Rodgers really isn't all that mobile either. Guys that precision accuracy, um, can true, get the true. ball out quick, have good vision down the field. Yeah. I, I'm not hating on Mac Jones. That's not it. I just I just think. But I think we're, we're, we're progressing in the NFL to more of a mobile quarterback You're game right. You're right. with Lamar and Kyler and a lot of these guys are just more mobile. They're more uh, right. get outside the pocket. Okay, uh, Sam Darnold. Um, Sam Darnold in a much better position. We already mentioned him earlier on the pod. Now he's with Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that Christian McCaffrey comes back healthy this season, um, really performs. Uh-huh. Um, I'm going to go Sam Darnold. All right. Um, that situation in New York was pathetic. We, I hate that things keep like coming back, um, but that team sucks. And yeah. Darnold's in a much better position. I think he just needed a weapon or two. I th- I'm going to go with Sam Darnold. All right. Uh, I respect that. Um, I will second that. I will go with Sam Darnold. Uh, I think, again, uh, talked about early in the podcast, uh, I just think Sam Darnold is going to be in a better position next year. Um, I think he has got better. I think he will have better weapons than whatever team Justin Fields goes to, honestly, with Christian McCaffrey and all those guys. So I will go Sam Darnold on that one. Teddy Bridgewater. Mm, you start on that one. I will go Justin Fields. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is kind of your ultimate serviceable QB. He's not great, but he's not terrible. He's kind of, for me, he's the prototypical average QB. Um, you know, his numbers aren't going to blow you away, but the numbers you're not going to cringe when you see them. I mean, he's the ultimate average quarterback, and I think Justin Fields has a higher ceiling than that. I I agree. He's still on the Panthers, right? Uh, I don't. I, I like that's why I needed a second because yeah. Why did the Panthers need to stack him? Regardless, I uh, like the number one story here. Teddy Bridgewater would be a perfect fit with the Broncos. Like yeah, that is uh, that's where I see him going. I I think that he's a valuable asset. Uh, for that Panthers team, assuming, again, that he's on that team still. Yeah, I don't yeah. see anything different that he's not on the team. Yeah. But I don't know why they would have made the move. I don't know. Uh, besides the point, I think Teddy Bridgewater is better than Justin Fields. Like, okay. he he played well for the, the Vikings. He, again, the Panthers, not really that great. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, a much... I don't know. I'm going Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky sucks. Justin <laughs> Fields. <laughs> All right. Justin that Fields. Quick. That was very quick. Yep. Uh, I will go Justin Fields. Mitch Trubisky is not great. Uh, Terrible. He's not accurate. Um, he doesn't really have poise in the pocket. On a decent Chicago Bears team. He is yeah. the problem. He is, and that's one of the reasons they didn't re-sign him. That's literally the exact opposite situation of Sam Darnold. 
The Jets are a dumpster fire. Sam Darnold is not the problem. The Bears Mitch are... Trubisky is not the... a dumpster fire. Er, Mitch Trubisky, is dumpster the, fire, is the dumpster not fire. the Chicago Bears. Yep. Uh, I think this one will be pretty quick, too. Andy Dalton. Oh. I'm going with Andy Dalton. You're going with Andy Dalton? Dude! He's still the Cowboys, right? He's a backup. Huh? I mean... <laughs> we are... He's a backup. Huh? I'm shocked. Come, on. Come How on. are you hating on this answer? I, I love think... Andy Dalton, but like, dude, he threw 13 touchdowns and five picks. It was very ordinary numbers. I'm going Justin Fields, no thinking about it. But I think the Cowboys are in a much better situation than... I don't know, teams two through six but I don't on think, the draft board. I just don't think he's going to play, man. Well, then why would you ask me? Well, I, I don't. Why are we comparing guys that are sitting on the bench? <laughs> I just thought it was an interesting one because he, he did play last year and he, I don't, oh no, he's on the Bears. Oh he's my God! The Bears. <laughs> we were talking about him. On the, he's the starter on the Bears. Yes, that's right. Oh, uh, uh, so you never mind. Go, you still, never mind. You never. You're going Justin, I'm going Justin Fields. Fields. Yeah, Justin I was gonna Fields. say, like he's on the Bears. I forgot that totally. Wow, that was that was funny. That was a real tough one there, folks. That, was, that real, was really loud. I'm sure that was a real very break. animated. Yeah. Um, Forgive us. <laughs> that was a real, that'll be a fun one to listen to. Um, uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, I'm going to go Carson Wentz. I think the Colts are fine. Me too. I think he's in a better situation than whatever situation <laughs> Justin Fields is going to go to. I don't think I'm going to get over that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Matt Ryan. Well... Obviously, the Falcons sitting there at that uh, four spot. Mm-hmm. Um, he couldn't. He could potentially not even be the starter next year. I imagine that he will be. Uh-huh. Um, I think Matt Ra- Matt Ryan's a talented guy. Obviously, he's he's old. Mm-hmm. Um, not nearly as pinpoint accurate as possible or a- as he was. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still gonna go Matt Ryan. All right. Um, Especially uh, with the weapons that he has, too. Yeah, 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 that's true. He might get Kyle Pitts. I'll go Matt Ryan, too. I just, I think with the weapons he might get, I'll go Matt Ryan. But I guess if we're going over the next five years, I don't imagine that Matt Ryan plays all that much longer. Uh, He's still, like, 33, I think. Is he that young? 35, 35. I don't know. He's still, I think he's still got a couple good years left, honestly. If they get him weapons and production, I mean, Tom Brady's 43. Okay, I'm interested to see. That is one of the most interesting ones to me because I feel like all the guys that we've mentioned so far are young. Are young. Yeah, middle, middle to getting to their prime years. And Matt Ryan's kind of an outlier there where Mm -hmm. he is. On the outside looking in. Yeah. And really, he, he could piece together a couple nice seasons. So, yeah. I out of all the ones we talked about so far, I'm interested to see that one. All right. A um, couple more here. Drew Locke. Um, well, the Broncos suck. <laughs> um, well, they have some weapons. They don't. Like, the team is not bad, but Drew Locke, Drew Locke is bad. bad. Drew, Drew Locke, Locke is bad. Is bad. Like... So I would go Justin Fields. I'm going Justin Fields yeah. too. I don't think Drew Locke is going to be a starter in the NFL mm-hmm. for much longer. I know John a- John Elway really liked Drew Locke coming uh, out of the draft. Coming yeah, out of the draft, Missouri guy, I think. Missouri, yep. Uh, no, no. 
Justin Fields. Huh. Matt Stafford. Uh, Matt Stafford. All right. Um, but he's... I would take Matt Stafford also. He's taken Detroit to some exponential heights. Yeah. Um, the Detroit Lions are not very talented. Obviously, they've gotten better with the acquisition of Jared Goff. Obviously, traded away Matt Stafford. I think the Rams are a lot more talented than the, than oh, the Lions. Yes. Um, yes. Definitely. In in terms of wins, I think. I think he's going to be better. Matt mm-hmm. Stafford is better. Yeah, I agree. Different different style, different product, but different. Uh... Again, Matt Stafford. I, I I think the Rams have a good chance to go to the Super Bowl next yeah. year. So, uh, Derek Derek Carr. Uh, well, you mentioned Damian Lear at the beginning of the show, <laughs> like in our pregame. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Derek Carr. You gonna go with Derek I Carr? Think, uh, yeah. Uh, he found his primary target in Darren Waller um, mm-hmm. last season. Um, I think that they are going to obviously revamp a little bit with this upcoming draft. Yeah. Um, they have the 17th pick right now. I don't foresee them moving uh, very much, uh, but I'm assuming that they have some later round picks as well. I'm going to go Derek Carr. I'll go Derek Carr, but barely. J- just like literally uh, by like, like barely. Similarly to a couple of the other guys we've mentioned on this list, the ceiling for Justin Fields is... High, yeah. Derek yeah. Carr, you kind of know what you're gonna get, and I kind of like what I'm gonna get from Derek Carr. True. Fairly consistent. Um, I think he's gotten better. Yeah. And that Raiders team was on the brink of the playoffs for. I yeah. Mean, well, they were of the season. I think they went eight and eight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, they they gave the the Chiefs their only loss of the season. I think. Uh, one of the two. I think the Chiefs dropped their last game because they didn't play their starters. That's right. That's um. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll I'll go Derek Carr, but barely. Um, last one, Tua. Oh man, this one's tough. Kind of similar, like mm. similar players. Yeah. Um, I'll go Justin Fields. Honestly, I don't really like what I've seen with Tua, and I just I, I think there's a lot of uncertainty. I'm gonna go Tua. All right, because. I think he's going to get a weapon or or one of those offensive linemen, uh, or either Slater or Penesuel, if he happens to drop to that six. Yep. Um, I think the only thing about Tua that's uncertain is his injury. Yeah. Uh, injury. History. History. So, I'm going to go Tua. I'll go, I'll go Justin Fields. I think there's a lot of uncertainty with Tua, and I just... I have to see, honestly. Yeah. Um, He's unproven. Yep. Uh, So a flash forward to next week. Uh, Next week we will have the Cameron Sutter on the show. First ever guest. Uh, First ever. Son of a Bix on the Iceman. Yeah, first ever guest. Um, Yeah, Cam's going to come and we're going to talk some NFL draft with him. He's he's very knowledgeable about the NFL draft. Um, So he... Knows a lot about that stuff. Yeah, we're excited to have him on. Um, we're unsure of when that uh, that show's going to come out exactly. We tend to do an early morning show on Tuesday. Yeah. Um, that's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cam will probably be in school. Yeah. So We'll try to do it. We'll, we'll try to get it out that week. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely either going to come out Tuesday night 
Wednesday morning, something like that, along those lines. So definitely. be on the lookout in the early parts of next week. Yes, definitely. So um, a few more topics here uh, to wrap up. Um, so Kyle Young. Uh, come coming back, back baby! Uh, come back for Ohio State. Uh, very exciting. Um, again, a uh, big part of the team. Not the not the best player on the team, but no. the most important player on the team. I agree. I think I, I definitely agree with that. So uh, definitely happy to have Kyle back. And uh, again, his uh, like rebounding, his leadership will be very important for the Buckeyes. All right. Let, I'm going off script here. The Buckeyes are going to be better than they were this year, next year. Really? With the additions of... New transfers, Joey Brunk from yes, Indiana. I did Jamari see that. Wheeler uh-huh. um, from Penn State. Two big interconference transfers. Two big additions Huge. to this Buckeye team. And if we get Washington and Liddell back. Which I imagine we're going to. Yeah, me too. Um, I, Michi Johnson's got another whole year to develop. Yeah. Um, I still think he's one year away. Um, from reaching his potential, you got Arns coming back. Got Sotos. Sotos coming back. Hopefully, we didn't really get to see a lot of Sotos, no. so that'll be interesting. I'm really looking forward to watching this Buckeyes team. Me Thank too. You. Can't wait to watch them in the shot. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully uh, they'll let fans in. Um, so next topic: uh, Jake Paul Ben Askren fight. Um, any thoughts on that fight? Um, I have my thoughts. I have some pretty. I mean, if you want to start, like. It was quite anticlimactic. Um, <laughs> I thought it was terrible. It it sucked. It, it, it was um, bad. I'm a huge like Ben Askren fan. I think he's kind of a like an interesting guy. Me too. He's like he's like a two or three time NCAA champion in wrestling. He was a wrestler. Um, his yeah. MMA career has been quite nineteen and two. Nineteen and two. Like, he's only lost two fights in the MMA. And that Jorge Masvidal fight is obviously what he's known for going down so early. I think that's <laughs> the fastest KO in UFC history. Yeah. Um it, I hate Jake Paul, dude. <laughs> yeah, fellow, I, I, fellow podcaster. Yeah, yeah. Or no, no no, that's Logan. That's impulsive. Logan. Impulsive. Listen yeah. to Impulsive by uh uh Logan Paul, his uh big brother. Um don't like Jake I Paul. I just hate Jake. He's such a again. Similar to Ryan Braun, major tool, scum. We should make our <laughs> we should make our ultimate tools list. Just I, like yeah, well, on, what is it? Man and Bone. They do a tool of the week. Jake, my Paul. consistent tools of the week. Jake Paul, Ryan Braun, consistently. <laughs> but the fight sucked. Um, I did think the ref called it a little too soon. Yeah, Askren was Askren was stumbling around the ring. Yeah. Um, I definitely think so too. Jake's a decent fighter. Like, well, I, I'll, okay. okay. Clearly, he's not going to beat a professional. Well, no. Like a pro, pro boxer. I just want to see him fight a pro boxer. Like that's that's it. I mean, he's fought. So he fought uh, Gib, who was a YouTuber yeah. from the UK. Yeah. And he was KSI's sparring partner. Then he fought. Then he a, fought KSI. Yeah. No, Logan fought KSI. Logan fought KSI, and he tied. It was a draw and a loss. Yeah. And then he fought... Which was dumb. Logan did win that, I thought. You thought? The second one, I thought he won. Yeah. Um, But then he fought Nate Robinson, who, and, uh, who was a three-time... Was, was not very good. And he, again, Nate Robinson's not a fighter. Nate Robinson's a good athlete, but just because you're a good athlete doesn't mean you're a good fighter. At all. 
Um, <laughs> and then he fought Ben Askren, where he made his pro boxing debut, and you saw him in the weigh-in, bro. Like, he looked kind of chubby. Both like, my brothers pointed out that he looks like a dad. Like, yeah. He's a chunky guy. He's chubby. No hate on Ben Askren. Like, I'm not, we're not hating He him. weighed in at, like, 195 pounds. Like, we're not he's ha- sub-200. Uh, the boxing shorts do not do any guy justice. really any any justice. But. Yeah. So my my uh, my opinion fight was bad. Um, again, I think uh, Jake Paul needs to fight a boxer. Hopefully, Dylan Danis, Conor McGregor. That would be fun. Conor McGregor's trainer. I mean, there's already so much uh, momentum going into that yeah. with all of the the Conor McGregor beef already and. The money around that fight will be huge. Yeah. Well, uh, that's the thing. If you fight Jake Paul, you're going to get a big payday. Exactly. Well, and I like... What was it on the panel? It was like Pete Davidson, Snoop Doggy Dog. (laughs) DMWG. Yeah. uh, Mario Lopez. And they were... They were all like, well, like, none of those guys, I'm sorry, but, like, none of those guys really know boxing. I'm no. going to be honest with you. Like, well, like Mario's done a lot of the Triller fights. Yeah, like, like no, he no, helped cover the other Jake Paul fight. I've seen him on a couple other cards. Yeah. Like, no disrespect, but, like, none of those guys. Snoop Dogg's I, just entertaining. Yeah, he's That's just. the I, reason. I love Snoop Dogg. He's just And then you had, like, Justin Bieber. Uh, I saw uh, Sean O'Malley was there, Sugar Show. I thought uh, Bieber, Jack Harlow was there. Jack Harlow, and then like the TikTok girls, like Addison Ray. Oh yeah, her too. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, it was definitely a disappointing uh, result, but uh, hey, I mean that's that's fighting sometimes, honestly. <laughs> Um, Pete Davidson was definitely the most entertaining part. He's a funny guy. I, I love him, man. We can do an SNL segment sometime. Like, <laughs> ranking the best SNL skits. Do you watch SNL? Dude, like, recently, I've really gotten into You love SNL? Skits. I do. I, it's I, fun. I have to talk to you after that. We love SNL, um, like, in the Biggs household. So, um, Bengals' new uh, uniforms. See them? Any thoughts? I looked at them before the show. I'd heard a couple other people talking about them. Guess what, folks? They're still the Cincinnati Bengals. They yeah. still look the same. A little <laughs> bit. I mean, they're nothing special. They look clean. Yeah. Like, they look exactly like the other ones. Like, I don't have much to say. Hey, about man, that. disappointing to hear. I like them. Uh, I think they look clean. Uh, well, it's kind of disappointing because I just got a Joe Burrow jersey. So I might have well, to get looks, another one. It looks almost exactly the same <laughs> as what the other one does. Just get a different yeah. color. Like, <laughs> I don't... Yeah, I mean, so, I'm a big Jersey guy, and I know you are too. Like, I love Jersey. There's bro. nothing crazy about these. All right, they're nice. They're clean. Whatever. Uh, to end the show, um, Steph Curry, uh, amazing stretch recently, and uh, I won't get into, but I'll just give you guys some stats. So, eleven straight games of thirty plus points. Um, he is, and I don't know if you knew this, but uh, James Harden had. 32 games of 30-plus points back in 2018. That's insane. That is incredible. That is like... That James Harden's a good player, man. James Harden is a... I, I think... I think he's... Offensive juggernaut. I think he's has a case for the best player maybe in the league with LeBron and Steph. I think it's interesting. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, 11 straight games of 30-plus points. Um, he's been on a tear. Um, so he has... 21 games in his career of 10 plus threes. Uh, the next guy is Clay Thompson has five. 
Wait, say that again? So, he has 21 games of 10 plus threes made. Oh, wow. And Clay is the next guy with five. That's unbelievable. That is unbelievable. Um, this week, he had four 10 plus three. He, th- this week, uh, this past week, so we're Tuesday, so past week, he had four 10 plus three games. And the entire league had like three. Like three guys. You know what I'm saying? And he had like more three pointers than, you know, some guys, like 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 some teams. And he's shooting like high, high percentage as well. Like fifty percent from the floor where you're shooting seventeen threes, like that's pretty pretty successful. Yeah, definitely. He's, he's averaged forty eight points the last two games. He had forty nine against Philadelphia last night. Yeah. Uh forty seven against Boston on Saturday and a loss. <laughs> Can you imagine putting up 47 points and losing the game? You're literally the biggest game changer, and your team can't even pull off the W. Welcome to LeBron's world, Steph. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but definitely uh, he is a special talent, um, all-time player, obviously. So uh, definitely impressive. Um, So that kind of wraps up uh, this episode of Son of a Bix and the Iceman. I hope you guys enjoyed. It was an entertaining episode. It was. Um, Had a lot of fun doing this episode. Oh, you want to mention the uh, the Fan 5 thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Well, here, I'll I'll preface first. Yeah, sure. Um, Be expecting a new um, Twitter account for Son of a Bix and the Iceman, as well as an an Instagram page, probably. Yeah. Um... We're we're looking to find more ways uh, to connect with our audience. Yes. Um, create a little following. Nothing crazy. We're not looking to to grow too big or anything like that. Just we're just doing our just, thing. Just retweet some good content. Um, kind of let you guys know what we're doing in our our individual yeah. lives. Uh-huh. Um, what we're doing for the pod each week. Yes, sir. Um, so be expecting that. Um, but then uh, Sawyer had a great idea that he's going to share right now. Um. So uh, new idea. Uh. <laughs> Fan five. So you guys um, have a chance to, especially coming up on the summer, not much going on in sports. Um, you guys have a chance. So you can text uh, me and Peyton, and you can text us a topic that you guys want us to talk about on the show. Or tweet at us. Or That's tweet great. at us. That's great once we get that, that fan page out. Comment, comment on our Instagram once we get that up and going, and we <laughs> will pick five. That week, and we will uh, we will talk about that on the show. Um, Endless opportunities. It can be. We we mentioned MMA today. I don't know if we have any fans out there that are really interested yeah. in that. We'll cover that. It can be anything sports related. Anything sports. It literally it doesn't even have to be sports. It, if you I, want us to talk about corn dogs. Yeah, I really like corn dogs. We can okay? talk talk about mini corn dogs. Bro. I love mini corn dogs. Yeah, we can talk about carnival foods. Who knows? We can talk about SNL. We can do any of that. So yeah, uh, just let us know what you guys want to hear. Like this is a show. This is for a sh- you guys, but like we're just two dudes like hanging out chatting. Yeah. So let us know what you'd like. That's kind of all for today on Son of a Bix and the Iceman. We really do appreciate you guys listening. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Uh, Peace out, guys. Have a good one.